Welcome to the I Tell the Truth Even When I Lie podcast, where black leadership and black entrepreneurship is encouraged and being unapologetically Afro-Latino is authorized with your host, Luis Martinez. The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Hey guys, um, I want to thank you guys very much for tuning into my podcast. Um, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all the love and support um, you guys are giving me thus far. And hopefully I can continue to get your love and support in the future with the podcast. Um, for those that may not know me, I'm going to introduce myself real quick. My name is Luis Martinez. Um, by trade, I'm an organizational leadership consultant. I've worn many hats throughout my life and career. Um, I've been a professional basketball player. I've been uh, a part of the armed forces. So I've served four and a half years in the Navy. Um, I also have been a federal worker for about four or five years. Uh, pretty much ever since I got out of the military, I started my first five years in federal service. Um, so I'm just now getting into the entrepreneurship community here in San Diego. And so um, I guys, I want to share with you my trials and tribulations of that. And so the main purpose of this podcast, I want to show the other side of entrepreneurship. So many times, you know, we go online and we go on Instagram and we see everyone just, you know, living it up, throwing a party and <clears throat> having a good time and just doing the most. Okay. And that's cool and everything, but that's not most entrepreneurs lives. And I want to highlight that in my podcast. So I'm going to be interviewing a lot of African-Americans, of Afro-Latinos, Latinos, so black and brown folks um, that are entrepreneurs about their journeys, their stories, their trials and tribulations, and also not only give you the triumphs, but also the tragedies and struggles of being an entrepreneur. And so I want to start with this. People think that you just show up and there's a finished product. And too many times in life, everyone sees the finished product. i give you an example. When I was in the military, okay, and a lot of people used to see us, you know, let's say you come home from a deployment, and usually everyone is standing there in their uniform of choice, depending on the season, uh, whether it's in your whites or in your blues, and they see everyone standing there squared away, looking sharp, and everyone sees that and goes, man, it must be fun going to different places around the world, taking lots of pictures. It's all, it's all fun. What people don't see, however, is the long-standing watches, times away from your family, guys getting Dear John letters, and women as well, getting Dear John letters on the ship or emails and if you guys don't know what Dear John letters are they're letters that um, basically telling your significant other the relationship's over or I'm cheating with you with another person and I'm moving out and moving to another state with someone else blah 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 you get the point so there's a lot of tragedy that comes with that but people see the end result you know you're fighting for your country and you're wearing um, the uniform that only 1% of Americans actually wear. And so they see that kind of 
I guess, ideal of a situation. But what I do want to say is I want to translate that over to entrepreneurship in which people always see the finished product, meaning, and it may not even be finished. I take that back. It may not even be finished. It may be, you know, a bunch of pictures on IG and you're meeting this person and that person. And trust me, I'm, I'm doing it too. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no beef with anybody that does that because I do it. But the difference between me and maybe most people, I guess, is that I'm going to live my truth. Meaning, I'm not going to go on IG saying that I'm balling and I'm this and that because I'm definitely not. I barely have two nickels to rub together. But that's my story. And so I'm saying that to say that in entrepreneurship, there's a grind. There's a lot of people doing a lot of freelancing and, you know, just trying to make a buck along with trying to build their business. So, and I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, and so that's what I want to share a little bit um, that I've noticed recently and talking to several entrepreneurs just in casual conversations, you know. I'm thinking they're having their business going and, excuse me, and, you know, they're flying high and it's like, no, it doesn't work that way, you know? I I know someone that they have a coaching business, but, you know, in between because bills are being, they have to get paid, obviously, you know, they're doing Uber and Lyft and Grubhub and Postmates and they're doing all and other freelancing work as well and food catering just to get by and... You know, it's very eye-opening when, you know, someone as myself hasn't been in that space and always been in a uh, mindset of work, 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 or find a job or career, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, I just want to get that point across that entrepreneurship is a grind and it's work. And if you're not prepared to work, stay up late, stay up as long as possible to get work done and work on your business, then it's not for you. It's definitely not for you. But you can also work for someone and be a number two or be a number three. There's nothing wrong with that. So I wanna stress, that's another thing that I wanna stress real quick, that it's okay to be a number two and number three. Not everybody's built for number one, meaning CEO, that kind of thing. So that's another conversation for another day. But I just wanted to reiterate that being a CEO is not for everyone. But you can have little gigs here and there and and do your thing. And so that's what I want to promote. I want to promote entrepreneurship. I want to promote literacy. I feel like in our community, the literacy rate is ridiculously low for whatever reason it may be. And so I'm working on a project to kind of uplift that, make it cool again, actually have a book in your hand and read and and have mentors that look like you, that you know you can look up to, ask questions, because everyone is all over the place. And so I want to kind of centralize that situation. And so that's what I'm working on. Um, more, to, more in store with that one. Um, I'll probably have more to tell you at least in two months, two to three months. And so I'm kind of getting the paperwork done on that kind of stuff. Now, I want to take a time out to talk to 
the brothers for a second. And I'm going to go on a little rant again. And I want to start with this. Often in life, right, there isn't actually the circumstances that dictate your reaction. It's actually how reality matches or clashes with your expectation. So what I mean by that is that if your reality and your expectations are aligned with one another, then you're good to go. And But if they're not and you're not happy, then you got to do something about it. And there's been a lot of times where I've had friends and even family members, you know, they sit and they sulk about, well, this is going on and that's going on and I, I can't do nothing about it. And I even speak from my own personal situation. You know, about 10 years ago, um, there were no jobs. I was, you know, at the time, you know, I didn't finish college and there were no jobs. I was getting, you know, little rinky dink jobs, but nothing of substance. I ended up taking a tutoring job that was barely, barely doing anything for me, but buy me train fare to go back and forth in between clients. And so I had to make a decision for my future, which I didn't like. And I decided to enlist in the military, more specifically the Navy. I didn't want to go to the Navy. I didn't want to have nothing to do with being in the armed forces. But I had to make a rational choice between my now at that time and my future. And I had to decide what was more important, the now or the future. So I decided to enlist in the military and try to gamble on my future. When I got on that plane in Chicago, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't know if I was gonna die in boot camp. I didn't know if I was gonna die out there in the fleet. I didn't know none of that. But I said, I gotta gamble on my future because if not, I'm gonna die here in the streets of Brooklyn. So I had to make a choice. And the one thing that I actually gained from, from that moment is self-awareness. So I was self-aware that, look, my future is on the line. I got to give myself a chance. If I die trying, if I fail, then so be it. But I got to give myself a chance. And so in that moment, I gained self-awareness. And that's what I want to kind of get into real quick. And brothers, we got to start having self-awareness of our situation. And that's including me too, because I lack self-awareness in a lot of situations. You know, in my relationships and all that. So when I say this, I'm including myself as well. Okay? Because by definition, self-awareness is 
having a clear perception of your personality, including your strengths, your weaknesses, your thoughts, your beliefs, your motivation, and emotions. It also allows you to understand other people, how they perceive you, your attitude, and your response to them in a particular moment. And so, a lot of people lack that. I know that sounded like a whole lot or whatever, but people have to start getting better at self-awareness. Maybe they're not be a person where they might be, they may not be 100% self-aware of everything. But in, cer- in certain circumstances, you know, you have to be self-aware, you know? I wasn't self-aware of necessarily my pes- pessimism, you know? And that's something that I struggle with, you know, being from old Brooklyn, as I like to joke around. Because that's how old Brooklyn used to be back in the 90s and the early and mid-2000s. You know, everybody walked around, and still, and, and they still do, you know, walk around with a, you know, ice grill and, you know, yo, B, yo, yo, what's good? My nigga, why you looking at me like that? And so that's the kind of environment I grew up in. And so pessimism, it came, became natural, Okay. But now I know better than that. I have the self-awareness to understand. And like I said, I still struggle with it to this minute <laughs> with pessimism. Because there's a fine line between pessimism and me being real about myself. And some people may take that the wrong way and, you know, well, he's being a pessimist. And I think it's just being real. And there's a fine line and that could be debatable or whatever. But I know for a fact that in some ways, it's good. And so I wanna make this statement, and I wanna make this very, very clear. And this is how I feel right now about pessimism. Pessimism might be my weakness, and it may have me winning at halftime, but I know good and damn well that optimism is gonna win the game for me. I know that. It's just a battle within myself. And so I say that to say to my fellow brothers that it's okay to struggle. I'm struggling too. I'm not all the way there. I'm not afraid to say that. You know, but Hey, we got to do the work. And that's it. You know? But moving on, I want to talk about a different aspect of self-awareness when it comes to black entrepreneurs in particular, particularly in the tech field. Yeah, and so that is that. And so I want to end this podcast with this um, on this I'm going to end it on this I want everybody to understand that being in the room is important meaning when I say being in the room is you have to be in the room in order for to get a chance in order for you to have a chance at anything And so for a long time, as 
people close to me know that, and I still am, I'm a very introverted person. And, you know, you got to, you know, to reach me is like, you know, which I got to work on. But having, putting yourself in the room with people that are doing something is important. Even though you may not like, let's say, their personal views or, or not, I'm not going to say personal views because that's a reason not to work with them. But if, if there's certain things you may not like, if it's minor stuff, you know, you have to sometimes be able to kind of eat the bullet just so you can get where you want to get and get what you want to get out of it. That may sound selfish. And it is to an extent, but if your ultimate goal like mine is, you know, to bring awareness to my people and my community, then I'm going to bite the bullet for everyone. Then, yeah, I'm going to tolerate a couple of stupidness and yada, 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 and everyone else does too. But you have to be in the room to give yourself a chance. And so... I decided in 2018, and I know this sounds cliche, but I decided to, you know what? I'm really going to put myself in the room and I'm going to be myself. That's most important. I'm going to be myself and let's just see what happens. And so far it's actually worked. Um, so right now, and just to keep you up to date on some of the stuff that I'm doing um, I'm going to be a contributing reporter to uh, Startup Show San Diego. And so it's going to be a weekly broadcast on YouTube. And so I'll let you guys, um, I'll let you guys know about that. And also, um, as you guys know, I'm a contributing writer to Medium. So I write articles in Medium and this podcast. And um, I have several other projects that I'm working on that is going to, Gonna, gonna be pretty good. And so, I put myself in the room to give myself a chance. And so I want everyone else that's listening to put themselves in, in their room, in their zone, and give yourself a chance. And be yourself. Because a lot of times you'll go out there and they'll tell you, well, you know, you gotta tone it down or, you know, you know, dress this way, dress that way, obviously within reason, depending on the situation with the dress code and all. But be yourself. Be yourself. I cannot stress that enough. Be authentic. You know, there's a guy, you know, locally here that, you know, every time I hear his mouth, it's it's almost like he's spewing everything Gary V or Ty Lopez is saying. And I know this. And he doesn't, his energy is not authentic. And then people see right through that and nobody wants to deal with him. Be authentic. I can't stress that enough. Be yourself. So, um, the next podcast, um, hopefully, um, I have a few interviews. Um, I'm contacting people right now in the process of getting an interview and so um, I'll let you guys know via Facebook or Instagram um, who's going to be the guest for the next podcast and so hopefully it's going to be a good one um, video is going to be coming soon um, I'm going to have video I'm going to put up the uh, the YouTube channel and all that and so 
all that is coming. And so I thank you guys again for tuning in to the podcast. And um, I'll see you guys soon. Look out for my uh, next article on Medium. Either it'll come out tonight or tomorrow. Um, all right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.